Are you ready to get fired up? This is the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, D.C. We're talking to everyday people on the topics that burn them out and ignite their passion. So sit back, relax, and get ready to spit some fire. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Spitfire Podcast. I am so excited that you joined me today because I am super duper fired up, like more fired up than I've ever been, but in like the most controlled and sustained way ever. And I'm going to get into why I feel that way in a little bit, but I want to share with you this epiphany I had. I was just talking to another coach um, who I love to just share successes with. She's a spitfire too. And we connected through Instagram of all places. And it turns out that we went through the same coaching program. So we speak the same coach language. Um, and I love just sharing things that I'm working on or things that I'm stumbling on. Um, this is different from the engine. The engine is great to share those things. The engine is what gets me going once a week. Um, but I have this other person in my life that I really just spit things at, uh, to see if they stick or not, or if they resonate with her. So I, I texted her today cause I was like, holy shit, I got big news. And the big news is I just landed my like ideal client in a workshop and I'm doing the workshop that I want to do that I stumbled upon last week when I was doing a two-hour workshop and I got brought into that workshop to talk about maximizing your day, productivity, time management and what I stumbled on is that I love group coaching. I love facilitating discussion, shaping people's vision and helping them get to their solutions it's not about me training or giving them like, here's the the method or the guide to be successful, but helping them customize their own strategy based on a coaching toolkit. So I had such an amazing time with that group that I made this like internal pact with myself. Then the next workshop that I got asked to do, I wanted to shape in that way. So I was super excited. I was actually sick earlier this week. My my nose was like a faucet <laughs> with my clients. I feel so bad uh, for the video clients. Uh, but I was really under the weather and all of a sudden things started pinging. And the the thing that changed for me is that I'm, I made it a point of saying, I have room for 25 clients total. And at that point, I'm going to cap it and create a wait list. And on Tuesday morning, I had my 25th client sign on. And a lot of times in the past, I would have convinced myself, oh, you can just take on another one. You can, t- you can handle another one. You need the money. Take the money. And I had a very honest conversation with myself about my threshold. What could I energetically take on and be my best self as a coach? And I realized that 25 in the way that I was doing either biweekly or monthly or weekly in that pattern was averaging anywhere from 14 to 20 sessions a week. And I also knew that in the past when I was doing six or seven sessions in a day, I was completely spent and burnt out and needed a full day of recovery. So I determined that my sweet spot is about four sessions a day. So I made a rule with myself that after four sessions, I would lock that in to a block day. And if someone needed to reschedule, not a problem, I would open that day back up again in case somebody wanted to schedule in. So by creating that rule for myself, I created the structure of being able to see, say what I was capable of and what I didn't want to bring in. Um, 
with 25 clients, I'm exceeding my goals for the quarter, which is amazing. And I'm able to show up as my best self. So on Tuesday, I sent a message um, to contracts that I work under that I'm capping the number of clients that I'm at. And I created a wait list on my website. And within an hour, I got a call or I didn't get a call. I got an email for a potential speaking opportunity. And I got an email form submission from this awesomely excited client. And immediately that was the confirmation of when I say no to overwhelm, no to overflow, no to feelings of scarcity, abundance will flow in. And I have been living that this week. It's all been clicking together. But what happened at the beginning of the month when I was setting quarter two goals is I got really intentional. And this is what I shared with my, with my coach friend. Um, I asked myself three questions and I want to share them with you because it was such a game changer for me. And uh, Krista, my friend, was like, you've got to share this. this. This is a game changer. This is the gem that switches everything around. So I want to share them with you. And this is not in any way meant to be a comparison or one of those masterminds that's like, you know, make six figures in, in two months. This is really deep questions that will get you to think differently about how you operate in your business. So the first question that I wrote, and I didn't have these pre prescribed at all. It was more of a meditation of me wanting clarity around my number goals. I wanted to know the feeling and the intention behind it. So the first question I wrote was, how do I define success? And what I did after that is I just wrote words that define success for me. So how do I define success? I wrote composed, free, fun, play, aligned, abundance, manageable, professional magnet, investing in my future where I'm paid more than I'm worth. It's a value match. I feel inspired while I'm inspiring others. I feel powerful and I'm organized. Those words may resonate with you. You may have other words, but when you can clearly define what success is, then the actions, the numbers, everything that you attract in becomes aligned with that. That becomes your success net. So first question, how do I define success? The next one was what supports these feelings of success? So this is more of the, what do I need to create in structure that supports this feeling? So I wrote process, ideal clients, confidence, understanding of my strengths and thresholds. So remember the time, the energy thresholds. I see opportunities. My chest is open and up. My shoulders are back. I learn the lessons and I catapult forward from them. I have time for reflection. I have the power of pause. Things are done on my terms. And with openness and vulnerability, I can share that with a core group. So that last point that I brought up, this openness and this vulnerability, I have started to connect with small pockets of other coaches and friends in a very special way that allows me to voice my concerns. I have this spitfire circle. I've got 
a core group of full-time coaches that I work with. And then I have one-offs where I, I have sounding boards. So this isn't about only expressing success, but about having a real soundboard to keep me in check, to feel like I'm open and myself and 100% me. So the second question, what supports these feelings? So these could be specific actions. It could be ways that you feel about yourself. It could be um, systems in place. So feel free, like the way that I said process, what kind of processes do you need to have in place? For me, it was a lot about invoicing and onboarding. How do I make this more consolidated and more professional feeling? How do I take people through the process um, and explain it to them in, in, in what I know coaching can produce for them? So what supports these feelings of success? And then the final question, which I thought was so important in, in summarizing and making this super concrete and crystal clear is what mantra supports these feelings of success? So I started with, I deserve this. I am deserving of this. I am success. And this is what it all comes down to. This is what Krista was like, this is the gem. You've got to share the gem. It's your feelings of deserving it. It's not that I did the right thing and I checked off the right boxes, but I planted the seeds and then my feeling and belief that I deserved it became the fertilizer that gave it the environment to grow in. If you don't feel you deserve it, it becomes a toxic environment where things cannot grow. It's not given the space. If we're trying to constrict something, it doesn't have breathing room to become its full potential. So things take time. Patience is needed, but belief is also needed in your intention behind it. It's taken me almost three years to get to this place of like really amazing success. And I know this is just the beginning. But all of those years of doubt and questioning of, am I doing the right thing? I knew in the back of my head that I was. So this is where you can check yourself. Are there any feelings around not feeling deserving of this? And why don't you feel deserving of it? If you're waiting for the ideal client, if you're waiting for that paycheck to come in, if you're waiting for that permission slip, it is not going to happen in the way that you want it to be because it needs to come from you. So I want you to write down on a piece of paper, on your phone, wherever you need it, that, I, that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to feel successful. And you deserve to determine what that success is. This is all manifested, created about you. It has to come from you. It doesn't come from a guru. It doesn't come from a book. It doesn't come from anything that is outside of you. It is 100% generated by you. So this podcast is not meant to be a comparison of, look at me go, I'm so great. It's learn from my mistakes, learn from what's worked for me, and start to incorporate it in your own way. You are the maker and the creator of your own destiny. You know what works for you. Start doing it. Stop listening to other people and their shoulds. Start relying on yourself because you know. You know that you're awesome. But when we get into the comparison trap, we lose sight of it. We stop feeling like we deserve it. So I want you to say to yourself, I deserve this. I am success. I determine my own success. That's it. And then all of the tactics that follow become part of that. When we focus on our why, when we focus on our what, the how becomes natural. It's free flow. It just appears. But when we only focus on the how, we lose track of our why, we lose track of our what. 
it doesn't become about us anymore. It becomes about the tactics. So start getting into your flow of deserving. Start believing in yourself. You're doing this for a reason. Get back to your reason. And determine what success is. Maybe success is working at your new business part-time. Maybe it's a hobby. Or maybe it's investing a little bit more in it. Maybe it's asking for help. What do you need to support your vision of success? So the three questions again, how do I define success? What supports these feelings of success? And what mantra supports this feeling of success? Feel free to share it. I shared mine because I, I really loved that experience and I thought it was an amazing uh, exercise that really helped to laser focus me. So if you need that, that sharing, you need that accountability, feel free to email it to me at lauren at spitfirecoach.com. Pass this along to your friends. If you know people who are in business, are looking to start a business, or even in careers that aren't feeling as fulfilling, you can use this for that. You can use this in relationships. We need to reset our sights on what success looks like so we know what to aim for. We know what that feeling is. It's not about hitting an exact target, but about being in the arena. So I hope that this was helpful. Uh, I've got like the, the good vibe feelings. I've got one more session for the day and I'm super excited to really just like embrace this new power, next level Spitfire, share it with my clients, share it with new workshop attendees and to keep inspiring the people that I come across by my own inspiration of just being me. So be yourself. It is the best version you have. And for all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.